Hi, welcome to the Night with Sam podcast from St James Park, Newcastle, where I'm stood with David and Matthew. Newcastle, is that right? Yes. Yes, yeah, I just asked you, didn't you? So it's the Night with Sam podcast, brought on behalf of uh, Betfred. A biggish game for us both today because of looking for the top four places. Yeah. A couple of years ago, would you have uh, thought that this would be on the cards for you? Nope. Not nope. even last year. It would be looking over our shoulder, we're 17th, 18th, who's going to lose to save for this time? Yeah. It's just been miraculous change, unbelievable, and I think it's down to Eddie Howe. Some it's good down to signings. some of the players, down to some of the staff. The whole, the whole mindset on the club's changed. So, I mean, obviously, you, you've got you've got to look at the fact that you didn't like your last owner. Yeah, I yeah. think that's putting it mildly. Yeah. But he started off so well, hadn't he? Taking his shirt off, getting in oh, your end, yeah. he, he, he courted you really, really yeah. well. You obviously found out quite fairly quickly he wasn't what you thought he no, was going to be no he was he was a businessman that's all you can say the only positive thing is he left the club in good financial footing left the club for some no of the debt on. nothing so that was the only good thing but apart from that he stripped it of everything else that was character the training ground the academy everything was stripped down to the bare bones to a point where he was giving away season tickets right okay half season tickets just before covid there was 10,000 free season tickets because we couldn't fill the ground and that just nobody wanted to come no one wanted to watch Steve Bruce didn't help <laughs> but, uh, and uh, yeah he's so very hit and miss Steve Bruce hasn't he been in his career he's either done really well or he's, he's never going to work here because of Sunderland yeah, connection or just everything he's just a boring bloke I think it's a type of management the clubs he's been how it's finished he was never it was a poison chalice for him as soon as he came he had to give it a go and he probably got a decent payoff like most managers here so, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. the way it is. So, obviously, um, you've got wind that Amanda Staveley's coming in, she's put together a, a bid. It's, you know, the rights and wrongs or whatever, it's not for us to talk about. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we can go down that route maybe another time. But for you, it's obviously giving you a big lift that someone's coming in that can invest into the club. When you had Eddie Howe here, did you think he was going to be the right person or did you think he was going to be temporary? I honestly thought he was going to be temporary. There were talk of Eddie Howe because it was Emery at first, and you think, great, Emery. And Eddie Howe, and you're like, oh, Fonseca. okay. Fonseca think, was okay, a good stopgap, but far from it. Just keep Eddie Howe now. He's changed changed everything. The, the way changed. Everything's changed from him. Everyone like an individual and a, and a person, and you just. The academy's trek like that as well, though. Everyone knows that place. Yeah. Last year, I worked then. You had minimal equipment, you were doing stuff on borrowed stuff from the first team, but now everyone's got their own stuff, own laptops, own everything. So anyhow, from the toys, just change and the whole mentality going through and... Changing how we play, how we turn up. And I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you, and you know, he's entitled, I suppose, to his chance, because he may well have thought when a takeover happens that actually to fit in with what would appear to be, you know, the future... They're going to go for that big, big name, yep. that I huge think whoever, name. Whoever came in was going to have the backing of the fans because you knew what was coming. No one wanted this old school manager who played 4-4-2 every week and didn't get forward. When Eddie Howe came in, it was, we're going to try and play. We're going to try and be Newcastle of old. Almost like what Keegan said, we'll score five, but they've got, we've got to score more than them. Bringing you back to that, and what one of our, I mean, when we've looked at, when you came to Old Trafford earlier in the season, it was a nil nil. Yeah. It could have gone either way. In the end, we missed that header right at the end. But it was, the ball was not in play a great deal no. of time. No. And it appeared that Eddie Howe, if I was totally honest, I just thought he'd done when he came, he did the same when he came with Bournemouth. He tended to want to just kill the game totally yeah. and hope for a scrap. 
has that evolved since then or is he still playing that way no, sometimes clever how he does it I think at the start he did because we didn't have the players at the time he's had a transfer window we've had players come back fair enough we did it at Arsenal we went down and Arteta didn't like it but now we're not afraid to go and give it a go we've got the players we didn't used to and that was a thing if we'd done that to Arsenal last year we would have got turned over part the bus shut up shop hope for a draw but now we've got that confidence in the club in the city and the team will just go for it alright so come to you know obviously you've moved on further than that we've been really pleased with having Eric Ten Hag he's he's taken us a step further we're going through what you know we might get a sale and we're looking through a transition we don't know what we're going to get at the end of it (laughs) but what we have got this year is a coach that we really like playing a way that we really like it and as you've found it's put pride back into put pride back into everything that, that we've seen and wanted from the club yeah you go down to the cup final it was obviously a step it was a step back for us back at Wembley and everything yeah. like that disappointing that day what went wrong or did it go wrong how or? did you feel that we loved the weekend just yeah. to get to Wembley the whole I think it was the pride in your team we got there the fans knowing it's going to be hopefully a step on this is a taster yeah. we're going to come back and we couldn't fault we didn't expect to win if we're honest we thought if we turn up but if that cup final had come a month earlier Um, a month earlier I think we were in with a chance I think because we'd gone on a run and then it sort of of died a little bit and you were then coming on that run I think the lads thought we were on the cup final I think that's why we didn't do well in the league for three or four um, games yeah slightly disappointed we lost but not devastated it was just it's always next it's where the club wanted to be it's always next year yeah, and then in terms of you'd lost, you'd lost obviously Nick Pope. He's had an incredible season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that but was... someone said Carius never, no one was ever going to get his back because he'd only played yeah. a pre-season game, and he did nothing he wrong. He, he couldn't have saved a chance, the goal. So it was just one of those games. It was, it was a cup final. It's won or yeah. lost in a minute. Anything could happen. All right, so we're now towards the end of the season. You've had a good season. You've got a couple of very good players. You'll keep them. You'll grow. What's your expectation of where you're going to finish now this season? still a European place whether it's a Europa League Europa Conference Something. Europe I think is a definite we've got to aim for that if we can get top four phenomenal but if, you win, if, you win, if you beat us today though you go um, you go third. level with us yeah, yeah we'll third with we, better goal difference and we've got games in hand over teams below yeah. so it's Tottenham a crucial game two, yeah. but I still think if we finish top six people would have laughed at you last year if you'd said next year you'll be in Europe so, people yeah. would have just laughed at you and if we get anything more than top six Great, great All right, so quick prediction on today? 2 0, Newcastle. I think you'll beat us today. 1 0, Newcastle. Especially at home, it's different atmosphere. This, yeah, pl- so this place is alive at the minute. You come last year and it, was, it wasn't. Uh, it's dead. Now Actually, it's... people stay till the end of the game now. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, thank you very much for your no, time. No, it's no, been no. really nice meeting you. Enjoy the game. Um, and enjoy yourselves. All right. You might get up to level seven. Ah, you might get on So, right, we're looking for a lift. We're going to get the lift up. Don't you worry about <laughs> it. I'm going to put on a limp any minute now. <laughs> Thanks very much, lads. Take care. Right, we're now uh, climbed the uh, seven flights, which seems like 117 flights. Um, and I'm with Alex and Chris inside the ground. So, um, Obviously, we've got a good view here today. We've got a good view of United victory. Yeah, it's looking good. Looking forward to the game. Massive game for us. So just uh, hoping uh, everyone 
fires on all cylinders and uh, yeah, just wish us all the best. We lost uh, one Bissaka through um, illness, I think. A couple of times he's been ill, isn't it, this year? Yeah. Shouldn't affect us too much, but obviously we're going to miss Casemiro. Uh, obviously, we're going to miss Casemiro. I mean, Scott McTominay's going to step up. He's played well in international, so he's going to step up for, for United. Right, it's a bit, of, a bit of an issue with the lot at the back, but hopefully he steps up. He's had a hard time against Maximum in the cup final. Back he can do the business today, so hopefully he does it for us today. I mean, he's brought the arse of us at Old Trafford earlier in the season. Went down from about the first 10 minutes, didn't they? We're probably going to play a bit differently, you know. They've got a bit more... Um, put quite a few points away and obviously they're looking for Europe um, will that open game suit us a lot more they don't score a lot you get the feeling that we scored twice we're going to at least get some out of the game yeah. I think there'll be plenty of goals in it today I've got a feeling there's going to be goals in it today just watched our warm up there a lot of shock champ stuff so yeah I think there'll be goals in it today for me the, uh, apart from them um, we know McTominay's played for Scotland and, but a few of them seem to have maybe got a little bit more of a rest it's probably done as good for the last part of the season yeah, that, that break came at the right time for us. Uh, obviously, uh, Tommy and that, I've got some minutes behind them as well. Uh, Sabitzer have got some minutes as well. Shaw. Good Shaw. for Varane. Varane no playing international football. Good time. Good for him to get a rest for two weeks. Recharge yeah. the batteries, go again. Obviously, because he can't play, play every game. So it's good him getting a rest and he can kick on for the rest of the season, Varane. Uh, I think Gaffer was saying before the game as well, a lot of the players have come back buzzing international games uh, for the good results and good performances so hopefully kick on today with that well let's hope so we'll, we'll have a chat perhaps at half time and see where we're going on in the meantime they're waving their big flags about aren't they and singing I think singing something we can't understand a bit sounds like War of the Worlds or something who knows So there's uh, seven and a half minutes plus time added on. Another Newcastle player is down on the pitch. He's got cramp. They are the unfittest team in the world. The balls that were being thrown in from the side have all of a sudden disappeared. We've now put Shaw at centre half. There's a couple of substitutions being made. And um, just as our substitutions have finished, and we're about to take the, goal, the uh, corner, Newcastle have now substituted the player. Not gone well today, 1-0 down. You will have probably watched it. But what you can't see from here is the amount of shitowsery that Newcastle players and the Newcastle ball boys have now all hidden the balls that they used before to throw in. So they're trying to uh, play it down. There's a couple of strange substitutions in. Lindelof has come on. Um, Shaw's got to half, as I say. And... Um, for some reason we're taking off Martinez who's the only player who can pass out from the back today but uh, corner's come in and we've missed it but anyway um, we'll have to see what happens now Varane's gone off and he's now kicked Pope's now kicked the ball away remarkable absolutely pathetic from Newcastle and Eddie Howe and Ten Hag are now, are, now, are now having a bit of a to-do on the sideline over the same thing. Let's just hope we get a draw out of this and score. Because it'll be a shit game to lose. 
By the way, we just interrupted there, weren't we? We were just about to talk about the match, and then we saw there was a bit of a, a blunt. And then um, Ren's on his way to hospital now. <laughs> Looking like Terry Butcher. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, through the first punch, you got to. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. you got to watch what, you, what happens next, haven't you? Um, I'm not sure he had a clue what was going on. I don't think he did have a clue what was going on. It was about. It was just mayhem, wasn't it? A little bit. But um, anyway, forgetting all that. Um, dude, he's alright. It's okay, he's sat all right. As long as you don't check the pockets. And there's their little mob into that did it. But they're all there. We could just go and point one of them out. Just say it was him. Definitely him. Right, so. Um, we sort of knew from the first five minutes that Rashford wasn't interested today. So, what else went wrong? I think, well, someone just sent me a message that of the top nine, we played six of them away, lost all six. Yeah. So I think, what we, and whilst you can't argue that the performance was terrible, managers' substitutions were weird. Poor today, weren't they? In poor or weird or whatever, they didn't come off. No. We sometimes, we do give in that oh that was a really good one that was a genius substitution that was it but today taking your two centre halves off and then he scored from an yeah and then Shaw just like what, you know we've praised we've praised Luke Shaw this year for coming on from a position whereby at Brentford I didn't think he should ever play for us again and yet today he goes away gives away the most stupid free kick what what you know when we've just taken off two centre halves he's put us under pressure it was a disaster from start to finish today. Like we've got, we seem to have an amazing record at Old Trafford, and we can't win away at all. And like that's the same team at Wembley. Obviously, Casemiro didn't play, but same team in Newcastle that we like completely dominated from start to finish. There's something about playing away. Like it's not intimidating, despite what the media say at Newcastle away. But we seem to go to away ground. Same with Liverpool. They sing once before the game, once at the end, we lose there. Same at City, one of the quietest stadiums. There's something about away games. Until we sort that out, look at the state of this con. They really are the biggest. Hello. But look at this mob coming here now. Look at that. He definitely knows what happened to Maddie. I think the issue is I think I think you, you've called it about the Luke Shaw's decision and giving away a stupid free kick I think the whole game was stupid decisions the passing we kept saying in the first 20 minutes the bits to go away ball three times when you could have put players in the woot wagost um, the quality well, the, the, the quality when you look at that team you had Vegost and McTominay playing what nine nine and ten or whatever or eight and nine or whatever you want to sort of like whatever they kept switching to it was just those two were appalling weren't they but yeah, that, I mean, like, Ten Hag has I think done miracles with this squad yeah. like he, he's made perfect signings and to say that at this stage of the season we are like in the top four oh, look, he's crashed race. oh brilliant <laughs> to say at this stage of the season we're still in the top four race and get back in the Champions League we've won a cup and we've very much got a chance in the other two cup it, and it says everything about Ten Hag that like we, we let in seven uh, at Liverpool and six at City but not a person doubts that he's the right man 
it, but when you've got a, a, a performance today, yeah, but I, we've I, got a, yeah, I said that, I, I thought that, that was as bad as anything. Well, we didn't have any control, did we? Right from the very oh, beginning, yeah, and the attitude was, we just wasn't good. We, we've got a Burnley <clears throat> player, a Burnley player who isn't good enough for Burnley on loan. Like you know, he's working miracles to get us this, but yeah, he he didn't have a great day today, Ted Hag. And, we're going to have to at some point put performance in away from home. But yeah, we didn't. We didn't do. It was a shambles from start to finish. We, we've and it has been now for a few months. Our, our cup form has been masking. What did you say? It's three since three nine now since we beat City. Well, we we've not played well away all season. Not put one good performance away from home all season. I, I, I don't see us get. I've never thought we. I never thought we've got enough goals to get top four. I don't think we will. Somehow try and limp. Probably all eggs in the Europa League basket now, in it for that. But um, yeah, somehow get to the end of the season and then. Rebuild. Well, we are limping to the end of the season, and we really yeah, are. We if are. you look at the fact oh, that massive. Southampton at home, no goals. Yeah. We went to Liverpool, no goals. We've come here, no goals. No goals. If, if Rashford but doesn't score, yeah. who does score? But you know, Mc, McTominay again. That. He's having such a poor, poor season. Vegas against Sancho. It's one of the worst substitute appearances I've ever seen. In, on, but you, I mean, that was a daft sub because but, why, when you need something, why I, you bring Sancho? I'll tell you how bad it is when you sat here realizing you missed Aaron Wan-Bissaka because how bad is the lot. That, that first goal, but, but you, you might be the overlapping, the on, the overlapping on, on Anthony. Anthony, why did he take Anthony off? He was actually on. He was our best player. Yeah. And then he's got the ball. As, he ran the ball, and all he was waiting for about three times. We called it, didn't he? Was someone overlapping him? Yeah. Just said there's a lot. And the just at the back. We've had a spy. We've had a spy. We've had a spine of Martinez, Varane, Eriksson, Casemiro, Rashford. All season, Rashford's not. He's still got a couple of goals, but Rashford's not played well for a few weeks. Ericsson's obviously out. Casemiro's out, suspended pretty much all the time, and that's that's where it's all crumbled. Them, the, the minute them five weren't playing well every game, Andy Carroll's I mean, ruined our season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that Reading game. There's something about this Newcastle side that are incredibly dislikable. And oh, uh, did you see Tenag and? Eddie yeah, Howe yeah, yeah. Off. I yeah. hate, I hate, I hate Eddie Howe. Well, they, they changed everything, didn't they? They started slowing it. They kicked the ball away. They were doing everything to annoy us. After the they, moment, at Old Trafford, it was one of the worst anti-football performances. Well, I've everyone, ever seen. everyone said this. The thing is, you, the minute look at the League Cup, we go one 0 up. They don't know what to do, and yeah. we've tied with them. It's one of the easiest games of the season. You go one 0 down. They waste time. They, Kicking the ball. The thing out. is, though, every time our player got near a ball or went to a chance for a ball, they shoved us in the back. They, they knocked oh. us, they shoved us, they kicked us. They, but no one gives us any protection at all. Yeah. No, I, the referee least, was putting no excuse, nothing to do with the result, but he was awful he today. Bruno could have had that penalty. It was clearly, you know, he's kicked, he's kicked the ball, see. but they not booted him. Uh, yeah, did, obviously, you can't. Look at that rash one in Southampton. Yeah, not 20, 30 yards Can and I handballed it and like last week, didn't get it last week we had a player who died full length and handballed it on the line and it still needed but do you remember that clown referee do you remember when people used to say like, to do that Eddie Howe that Eddie Howe like played good football and he says he's a right little fucking Tory boy Eddie Howe like he's Tim Nice but dim he, he's that sort of I fucking can't what do you really think about him I can't hear you <laughs> So yep. I mean, 
De, I thought De Gea again. De Gea gets a lot of stick, and he's the most fantastic goalkeeper. Absolutely. But we we're not going to be playing to his strengths when we're asking him to play out of the back. And yet again, okay, Martial had lost the ball for a second, and then a few things happened. But playing out from the back is costing us, isn't it? Yeah, we, we can't do it. And we've discussed this whole De Gea thing. We're not a good enough team to think about replacing because we're still... I mean, we give away more chances today than we did at Anfield. It's, it's at half-time, how it was nil-nil. We just, we're so open and we so... We give away so many chances. We need the best shot stopper in the league or we're not going to win a game all season. We're a long way from being able to say, oh yeah, let's get a keeper who can ping it, who can play out from the back. We need, we need to sort the defence of the midfield out first. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we were quite simply not good enough. He's so far, I get the argument with his, because he's not good at feet, he plays D, he doesn't come off his line enough, I get that. But we need the best shot stopper in the country because we, we give away far, far too many chances every single game, even at home. Even at home when you look, the teams have four or five chances at every game. So I wouldn't even think of replacing him just yet. I know you'd, you'd look at this and go like, if we could have got a draw there today, we've got Brentford during the midweek, then we've got Everton at home on Saturday. You'd think, you know, those six points really would have cemented where we are. But there's no guarantee we're going to get those six points, yeah. is there? We can no. be six by tomorrow night. That's, yeah, that that's right? what someone's just texted me. We could be sick. I can't see that because Tottenham have got two games in. We've got two games in hand over Tottenham, and I think they're more than three points. Behind. The problem yeah. is, Steve, as well. We can't win a game easy. Like we never ever go out and like two, three nil up in in half an hour. Every like Rashford has been incredible, and outside of his goals, if you look at it this season. No, but today you knew right from the start. Within ten minutes, you knew he wasn't up for it yeah, today. Yeah, that's right. And, it, and yeah. it's weird because she can, we can see his body language that maybe he can't see. Yeah. And I'm not sure he doesn't yeah. do it. I know he doesn't do it on purpose, but you could see he yeah. what his head he's just wasn't been, in it. Yeah. His body language is appalling. That's always been the but, case. But, but, so, but someone else should step up, like Martial. Has, he had a good pre-season last year when we went um, and he had two or three good games in pre-season and you thought this is the perfect player for this team he's barely done anything all season like he's floated in and out of the lineup. he doesn't deserve to be at the club and he shouldn't be at the club but you think he could have come today and thought right score two goals and at least do something took you till April to do something but if it isn't Rashford or Bruno it, it, you look at you look yeah, at fucking you look at so seven fifth yeah and got, we've got a game in hand have we there's probably seven or eight players involved in that match today who won't be or who shouldn't be in the club next week but we can next name season. them so let's name them who we think should go well Delot lot obviously yeah Lindelof Lindelof Sabitzer and Begos not, not, neither has shown anywhere near enough to where you go I think McTominay's under massive threat in the summer because yeah. you can get money um, for him I think Sancho is uh, I'd be surprised if Sancho's involved next year Martial will be gone so there, there's seven uh, and I know we've got a lot of injuries at the minute we've got players out but yeah we're playing with players that, that aren't going to be here next year I mean a lot we're looking at Shore as well aren't we and, and you know, it, it, is he really going to? Um, sure, sure, and he, he gets some days he looks brilliant, some days. But he does some good. Th- he does some brilliant things. 
but it's, it's just not good enough, is it? I think he'll be better in a better team. I think he's low down on the list of, of what we need. To, like we need a right back. We need a centre forward who scores, and and we need Casemiro back as quick as possible. He is he is such a miss. Like that was the same Newcastle team that we beat. That we like played off the park at Wembley. Like we need Casemiro back as quick as possible. A great centre forward. Like a Harry Kane or someone with those sort of figures. That, but Fine. you know, <laughs> we've got no one in the middle who can pass the ball. Well, well we have. We got two, but one's injured. Well, the, the two into yeah, and until and we get them big. two back, and that that's that's where our Champions League hopes now are. Uh, get trying to get Ericsson fit, and we've got what five games to get in the Champions League by winning the Europa League. Uh, I don't see us finishing top four. I, I, um, I are we really not as good as Newcastle? On today's performance, yeah, I get it. But really, on the rest of the season, do you think we're? Do you think they're better than us? Yeah, well, we can't we, win away. We can't then. win away. Can't win an away game away. We we are away, game, away game. We're probably a bottom half team. If the away game was at home, would we have done better? <laughs> well, it's. it's Whatever the difference is, the level of performance, and I think it's a lot of it's controlling the game because we can't control the game in the midfield. They can't handle crowds. Like crowds are anti them. It's weird. But we, but even at home, we get away with it more. But at home, we start every game. But I seen there was a stat the other day that United put out about the goals at the Stretford end compared to K Stand. And although I think we're trying to make it a big pro threat for them, but really it's because we, we're awful in the first half every game. And we rescue it, set, and we mainly shoot towards threat for them second half. We've, we can rescue it more at home. How many, you know, so we, we can get through, but it's a lot harder away from home to rest. I mean, we go in at half time today, we should have been 3 0 down. There is no reaction to think, actually, we got away with that. Go on, win it. From about 45 to 65 minutes. The game was so there to be won. They were all over the place. They looked like they'd run the race, but we just give teams a leg up every week. Same with Liverpool, we got win. We should have been half, winning at half time. Come out, give away a stupid goal just after half time, and then they collapse because they're, they're mentally weak. The reaction hasn't been there since Liverpool as well, really. Like, I mean, we're doing we're doing well to be still in all of these cups and that, but we're looking tired now. I think we've looked tired since Newcastle in the in the League Cup final. Like since second half, we sort of seemed to be we controlled it, but we were dying off. And I think since then, like, and we were so we were overly reliant on Rashford, who got he got the winner at City, he got the goal at Leeds late on, and he won us quite a lot of games. Rashford, and if he trails off. There isn't anybody to step up like Sancho hasn't stepped up. Martial never fucking steps up and should not be at the club next year. So maybe it, it is just a case of falling over the line. If we can finish, crucial to get back in the Champions League. No one thinks for one minute it's a trophy, but it absolutely is the place you want to be to try and win it. And like, if we can get back into the Champions League, you attract a better standard of player. Ten Hag clearly signs the right sort of players as he has done with Martinez and Casemiro but we're going to fall over the line by the looks of it yeah we might just fall short of the line though in the end mightn't we unfortunately so but like if we 
but we should because you can qualify through through the Europa League. Hopefully, the two shots at it will get one. That's of that's right. We've been in the league. I think we're massive outsiders to finish top four, but you never know. If we get if we get Casemiro back, if we get Eriksen fit. If somehow you get a forward over the We're massive outsiders. We'll know after the next two games. Tottenham, if Tottenham go and win at Everton tomorrow, we've got to go to Tottenham as well. So that, and that's a win for Tottenham before we beat them. And they're going to struggle, aren't we? Tottenham will win. And we've got to play Brighton away. Brighton, which we, we do always do really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brighton we've also got Brighton in the semi final. Yeah. And if we win that, we've got City in the final. I'd dread that. I'd, I'd well, well, that's the thing. We, we'd have been out of the cup if we want for Fulham committing suicide last week. Yeah, true. We'd have been out of the cup. And it, ultimately, we've got no strength in depth and we're playing more games than any, any team in Europe. You talk about Newcastle. Of course, United players have got... Yeah, they went out of the FA Cup in the third round. Far they? quality. Yeah. yeah, they barely they played. They don't know Europe, have they? We, yeah, we, we they barely played. And it's like the League Cup. You hardly play any games really to get to it's, that. Um, we, so we, you play. They, they've got any. Um, they've got. They've barely got any games left. All of that being said, all of that being said, today, we there was two targets I think this season for for his his win a trophy raid and win a trophy and get back into the Champions League. And we won the trophy in February. We've got every chance we'll win at least one more, if not two. And. We've still got a chance in Tottenham. We've got a centre forward who hasn't scored a single league game, league goal, sorry, in 20 games. I mean, you know that if we're still where we're at, in spite of that, then if we can then sign a top class forward in the summer, that's the other side of it. We're doing exceptionally well in a lot of ways. We've won the trophy, and that was massive. It's hard to believe that at the start of this season, or a few games, in, everyone was saying we'll be bottom half possibly battling relegation that, after that Brentford game and it, Liverpool will come and beat us 5-0 again at Old Trafford that was all the time I was struggling to disagree with them I thought we I thought we looked Ten Hag was the hope but everyone was like United could actually go down you'd have said then come March or April we'd have won a trophy still being the other two and still technically in, in fourth place I don't think any of us would have believed it, but you, you shift your expectations once you're in the top yeah. four. You think, oh, could we could we get top four? And so now you, you have a different mindset, do you? So well, we're going to know aren't we by next probably just just at next Easter Saturday afternoon week, where we are. It's a big week, isn't it? Probably as big a week as any of the other weeks in terms of what we're going to have to rely on ourselves to do if we need that Champions League place, and we really do need that Champions League place. The crowd are going to make. A big part, like yeah, because you got, see, you see, you need it. We, we've got because that's the thing. We have to win every home game. Probably won't be. We have to win every home game. Have we got Villa? Who, who not lost in Paris? Yeah, not lost in away game. But we need, yeah, you need, need a few characters. So, so, I mean, Peter's there, didn't they? That's not looking good. <laughs> well, he's not. He looked like. Well, we're looking better than somebody else we know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Gorbachev there. <laughs> But it's not, it isn't all doom and gloom. Like, he feels it, he felt it after Liverpool, he felt it after City, but I think this is going to be one of those seasons where we just have to look back in May and say, do you know what, we've done all right. We won a trophy, 
we've got into the Champions League, maybe won a second one, and then next season make the right signings as he absolutely did last year. And I'd say three side, the three the right signings, the right back, another midfielder, and the centre forward. I think we can challenge next year. I really do. It do not feel like it at the moment, but I really do. This ta- if this takeover doesn't go through and we don't get Champions League, I don't think we'll spend anything this summer. Yeah, no, maybe not. No, maybe not. Right. Well, thanks very much. Anyway, so uh, we'll, we'll resume. We'll resume again in a couple of weeks. Well, on one of our uh, what will it be? Brighton Thursday, West Ham Sunday, Tottenham Thursday, Wembley. Uh, I said. I said. Do you remember? It was a Brighton and West Ham double at the end of that Mourinho season, wasn't it? And it was the worst fucking two games you've ever seen in your life. Like, it was just a We've got to again, haven't we? We were good trips home on the monkey bus, but everything that happened in the pictures. Was it, who was it Mourinho brought on for? What was he brought, the yeah, he brought Ferreira on it for a forward. It might have for Rashford to play defensive midfield to, to get a nil, shore up nil-nil so we'd finish second. It won't be that, Jeez, that bad this time. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Cheers, lads. Thanks. So, on behalf of the United We Stand podcast, on the way back from Newcastle, which will seem a lot longer journey than it probably did here, um, brought to you by Betfred. Thanks very much. Have a good week.